0: Hello and welcome to Confo episode 68. For the second time. I am your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit. And I'm here with my co host, Adam Jam Master J. Ooh. Teteris. Okay. This is episode 68B. Guess 68 who's back. Point two, point. Back point again. Now. Point. That's right. Yeah. Point whatever. This Basically, is. Uh...
1: This is this is this is not a proud moment for a comic book junto. Yeah. Octavius and I over here. Um, look, we've been locked in this room for 1 week, 7 days, okay? We seven lost the days. first we lost the first episode. We we recorded this a week ago. Lost the first episode, we said not leaving this room until an episode goes
0: out. That's absolutely not true. Here's what really happened. We recorded episode 68 last week. You might have noticed if you're a fan of Comic Book Junto, you didn't get an episode last week. We're sorry! Well, guess what? Sometimes comics don't ship on time. We recorded that thing, and then we went back to play it back. We had all of, like, 15 minutes of the episode. Yeah. So we recorded a whole hour and some change episode last week, and there was only a little bit left. And we said, you know what? there's grace for us mm. <laughs> we just took it Say, so, you know what? we shall return we'll be back and we're back now yeah Adam and myself uh huh and we're back for episode 68 68B 68B this is like the awesome 68. mix
1: volume 2 yeah. or, or however the guardians of the galaxy yeah.
0: I don't know what you want to call it I don't know but you know y'all don't really care y'all like listen this <laughs> is episode
1: sixty. Yo, hours. you know what this is? This is that this is that second album that Kendrick did not release. Uh, That's what this is what you are listening to right, right now. This is this is called Nation. Nation. And this is that this is that second Kendrick album. Uh, and if you play all of this episode backwards, backwards. You, will, you will hear right. uh the what what Duckworth has intended. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, through through our voices. Speaking of Kendrick, let's tones. just get
0: right into it. We talked about Can this. Can we? Shall we? Um con- Listen, Compton Junto. If you're new, because every podcast is somebody's first. I thought you were gonna say Compton Junto. <laughs> Compton, <laughs> Compton Junto. Wow, good um, kid, Mad Junto. Yeah, exactly. Um, AKA, good kid, Mad Junto.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, We're gonna need an AKA segment for the show because I, I feel like that's like the uh, that's the intro, that's the pump up. like well, yeah, get
0: it, get that's it started. That's the Quad okay. City DJs. Listen, let's let's get it started. Yeah, shall we? You know, like can we? Because May we, we? We've been away for a week. And some people might have forgot. I feel like I wasted so many good ones
1: last <laughs> they, week, and I'm just waiting on them. They
0: might have forgot. They might have forgot. So, you, you better remind them So now. listen. Uh-huh. This is Comfort Junto. Episode 68. I am your host with my co-host, Adam Terris. But my name is Octavius A. Newman, a.k.a. Mm. Killer Croctavius, a.k.a. Ah. Brat Panther, Brat. a.k.a. One Punch Man Man. One! <laughs> <laughs> a.k.a. Cash money taking over for the 99 to 2000 Space Odyssey, <laughs> aka Bad and Boujou Bonton, aka <laughs> Samurai Black. Oh. I got Trillium and Gamma Rays inside my DNA. Oh. AKA 21 Savage Land, microphone check one, Two Face. <laughs> you know what? 21. <laughs> 21.
1: <what? laughs> <laughs> we need the, oh, like, uh, Joe, Joe, Joe. We need explosions. We need explosions. We need, we need, need dinosaur guns. sounds. We need. Oh, uh,
0: dinosaur sounds.
1: Yeah, we need everything. We need to. You got to. Like, here we go. Up.
0: AKA Finn Godzilla. <laughs> AKA <laughs> Chainsaw Guerrero. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> too much. Yeah, so it's just me. That's but I, I mean I go by other names. That's right, and that's you know right. What I'm you,
1: you you know what names I go by. You know they call me Ate, aka What Happens on Earth Two Stays on Earth. That's too. where it stays at. Aka Kendrick Lamartian Manhunter. Right. Aka my deathstroke just went viral. That's aka where went. the master of Kunlun, Kung Fu Kenny. Aka Bishop. Don't kill my vibe. Mm. Aka Kdoth. Protest too much. I don't AKA, know what that means. aka cocaine quarterpiece Peace Got war machine. Inside my DNA, a.k.a. damn thing, a.k.a. muckworth, a.k.a. who that person thinking that he fronting on, man-man thing. Get the fuck off my stage, I'm the sandman thing. Huh? You know how it is. That's good. You know what it is. That's good. You know what this is. So
0: no matter where you come from, no matter what angle, no matter how you might know us, we just want to go through all the different names. That's right. in In case you forgot. That's right. And at the end of the day, you know. The 45 is, in fact, on deck, Mm -hmm. so don't run up on me crazy like you don't know what it's hitting (laughs) for, because I'll quickly and swiftly remind you.
1: I tweeted right before we started this episode, one of my biggest pet peeves in the entire world, one of my greatest pet peeves. I hate it is when people call me Bud. Mm. And I know it is not with any malintent. I know when someone says that to me, it's not like they want me to feel bad. How would you know? Mm-hmm. It's just for some reason I can't stand it. So what I'm, what I'm illustrating here, listeners, mm-hmm. I just gave you 15 names. Yeah, Call me any of them. Yeah, And you know
0: I will turn my head and reply.
1: Yes? If
0: someone walks you... up to me and calls me One Punch Man Man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> Excuse me, Gucci Man thing. Excuse me, Giga Man thing. Excuse me. <laughs> J- Judge Dread Sally, excuse me. As long as you don't call me bud. That's yeah. all.
0: Don't or call me bud. <laughs> no bud and no chief. No bud,
1: no chief and don't call me late to dinner. There's right. a, there's a, there's 3. Please right. do not. Please Yeah, cuz when it's time to eat,
0: you definitely want to be in in that number. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so real quick. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Damn. Damn. I liked it very much. Mm-hmm. Very very much. Kendrick's going on tour. Yeah, he's going on tour. He's taking Travis Scott. He's mm-hmm. taking Drum Big Baby Drum. <laughs> it's a grown man named Big Baby Drum. Yeah, I, I want to be in the in the spot. Same. That album is good, man. That is very I've been, good. It took me about six or seven listens to fully like hear it. What what is it about that? I mean, I think that the music is so dense that Kendrick makes. Mm-hmm. It's not. As easy to digest. Mm-hmm. A handful of Skittles is easy to chew up and swallow, and Skittles taste delicious. Mm-hmm. But when you have, you know, a, a shrimp salad and you got some bread with some butter, and then afterwards you have yourself a steak and some potatoes, mm-hmm. and things are cooked just so, that's a lot. You can't just you know, knock that down. Like you got to cut it. You got to take a bite of it. You got to chew it, it. You swallow think it. You taste the it. flavors. And that's oh, how yeah. Kendrick's music is. Yeah. You know, now listen, like I say, there are other people's music who are like Skittles. Yeah. And that's Percocet. fun. It.
1: Molly Percocet.
0: Right. I'm like, I love future. Right. And I think what that's we're a used to, song.
1: I, what we're used to right now is,
0: uh, future Drake, Migos, I've heard uh, people drum. call that fast fast food music. Not, not I wouldn't say drum exactly, but I, I, people call that fast food music. You wouldn't say broccoli like drum and 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 yachty? Well, when I think drum as a as a as an as a recording artist, yeah, I don't quite like put him in the same group. Okay, like, I don't think. Cause if that's the, if that's the case, anything that's not Kendrick is fast food. Yeah, no, I'll you give, you, what I'm that. I'll give because you that. i And Kendrick,
1: Travis Scott is not necessarily that, like uh, uh, Birds in but the he, Trap. But he is can not. make that kind of
0: music. That's so I mean, there's so many different layers of what's going on here. Yeah, but the point being sometimes you want a bag of Skittles. Sometimes you, you know, you want that surf and turf, mm-hmm. you know, you want that hanger <laughs> steak or whatever that is, you know, AKA
1: K-Dot, AKA that surf and
0: turf. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. You know, so I'm, I'm definitely pleased that album has outsold. He has 14 tracks on the billboard. 100. Yep. He outsold Drake. Yep. Um He, I think one of his songs like, you know, surpassed Ed Sharon yeah. recently. I mean, Kendrick, for, I think I believe that was
1: humble. The the, yeah. the, the first single off the album for a
0: hip hop album, and it ain't. It, I mean, it's melodic because that's a part of what Kendrick does. Yeah. But it is a hip hop album. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of rap, if you're a fan of hip hop, I mean, and it is. You know, we talked about like I would say this. I love Birds in the Trap, and Birds in the Trap gets a lot of replay value for, for from me because it is an album full of singles. Yeah, you know. Yeah, agreed. And there's a lot of albums that are full of singles, and that's a gift in and of itself. Damn is an album. Yeah. And it has singles on it. And I think there's a value and a payoff to listening to track 1 through track 14 mm-hmm. all the way through, which is different than pulling out Loyalty or pulling out DNA mm-hmm. or pulling out Humble or pulling out XXX, which to me XXX is a dope song. Unbelievable. I never it's a thought really good song. I
1: never thought in my life I would say especially into a microphone right now. I like a song with you two. Right, it. right. But I, I U2 you two know, and Kendrick, I had no idea that that was going to
0: work. Here's but. what I heard though: mm. there's like six songs that he did with u two, and that's why the song changed so many times. Yeah, he's it. got a lot of stuff that didn't make the album. Mm-hmm. So we got Untitled Unmastered a year year after to Pimp a Butterfly. Mm-hmm. So who knows what there is to come?
1: Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, and it, look, if if Untitled Unmastered proved anything, it's Kendrick's cutting room floor mm. far outpaces yes. most people's final product. Yes.
0: And so. we're not even ca- a lot of people aren't even counting that as an album. I'm not counting that as an album. No, like no. literally, it's that's like, a side B. It's here's what we, here's what we had left over. Yeah, and it's like well, these Jones is banging in themselves. Yep. Yep. You know, yeah. Some of the
1: tracks on there are some of my favorite Kendrick tracks, bar none, and they weren't even the final versions. Which right? Is, I mean, that is saying something. Yeah. So, damn is is incredible. It, you, look, if you know, if you know us, and you listen to Comic Book Junto, you know we talk in a, we talk about music maybe as often as we talk about comics. Sometimes, like comics specifically, yeah, uh, it's it's a really big part of. Our culture, anyway, and and if you are not a rap fan, I, trust me,
0: listen to Damn. Like, listen to Damn. Yeah, if you're a fan, of, if you're a fan of good thought provoking music, Agreed. if you're a fan fan of lyricism, if you're a fan of you know a very um like challenging sonic palette, yeah, because it definitely challenges you on so many different levels, mm-hmm. and it's something that you know at first listen for me, I was kind of like what did I just listen to? Sure. Sure. What, what was that? Yeah. It's a lot. So, don't, so, I mean, I'm just warning you, don't go into it expecting birds in the trap, sing McKnight. No, don't go into it expecting culture. Don't go into it expecting, you know, don't even go into it expecting Drake. Yeah. Don't go into it expecting more life. Yeah. Go into it for what it is and give it a few listens.
1: You know, every, almost every single person I've talked to about this album has given me a different favorite song. Mm. like, And I think that speaks toward how good every track is. Yeah. That you would be able to argue easily. Now, this is the best track. This is the best. And on a week-to-week basis, I find myself kind of going in between. Like, ah, you know what? I think Element is my favorite. Because it's so rich. But you know what? Actually, Duckworth is unbelievable. And it is. It is so
0: rich. You can find a new experience
1: every time you listen.
0: You could just listen to Duckworth. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, And like... I had to play that for my man like at least three times in the car. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you get it? And he goes, ah, I think so. I'll we'll play it back again. And I go, do you get it? And he goes, I think so. I go, pay attention to this. Pay attention to that. Lock into these two things. Now, pay attention to that all the way through. Yeah. And then at the end, I'm like, do you get it? And he goes, yeah, yeah. question mark? So even in that, you that, know.
1: That's, that's how it was with the, the track Fear. Mm-hmm. It, it took me so many times listening to it, you know, paying attention to the beat, to Kendrick's flow, to the yeah. lyrics, and then realizing he's talking about fear when he was seven, mm-hmm. and when he was seventeen, and when he was twenty-seven, mm-hmm. and it's three different segments of that song talking yeah. about how fear has has constrained and defined his life. I, I'm
0: just, oh my god, yeah, and not to mention it's just a banging song. And that's the thing; I mean, it's, it's important. So it's not like it's homework. No, every time you listen to it. You hear something different, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. that's that. Go listen to Damn if you haven't listened to it. Do yourself a favor, um, listen to Damn. After, that's right. After you finish listening to this, and after you give us five stars and a positive comment, of course. That's you right. Know? So Kendrick, Top Dog, um, Ducky. We want to appreciate. We want to let you guys all know. Um, that we know that you're listening. Thank you for the five stars and the positive comment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Soundwave. Thanks for putting us all on a goose chase, thinking there was a second yeah, album. Yeah, you what definitely that? did Morpheus, that. John. You definitely did that. You know, you did that. <laughs> you,
1: you knew know, what that was. But, but there's grace for you. You can't give that to a geek and have them
0: be like, "Okay, yes,
1: I accept this at face value." No, no.
0: no. You conspiracies, you Illuminati. You don't bring Morpheus into this. Talking about some red pill and blue pill. What if I told you? Yeah, no, no, no. You know exactly what we was gonna do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, look. Happy Alien Day! I don't know what
1: that means. Today is April twenty-six. Okay. Four twenty-six. Okay. In the movie Aliens, the second in the series, mm-hmm. what's four twenty-six? When everybody's smoking weed? Yeah, four twenty-six. Hashtag blaze it. Hashtag get out of there. Hashtag aliens. Hashtag Sigourney Weaver. Mm. Uh, Alien Day it's refers to, you to say. Uh, the, the the setting, the environment of the movie Aliens, mm-hmm. which is LV four twenty-six. It was a moon. And they're on this base, on this moon. Right. And it was called LV-426, which means it's Alien Day. So what you saying, something's going to come out your chest? What's going, what
0: are you trying to tell uh, me? You're not going to want to be in this room when that I'm happens. telling you right now, Adam. I love you, bro. With something come outside your chest, we're gonna have a problem. It's gonna be a misunderstanding in here, okay? Because <laughs> yeah, okay. if it's me versus whatever come out your chest, I'm gonna win. I'm coming out of this thing alive. Okay. Okay. okay? Yeah. Sure. So you need to get yourself together. Whatever you got going on inside of you, you got to get it and get it in order. I'm pretty sure something was taken outside of me, and, and that's put my inside point. Of and this of is you. what I'm saying. I don't know what they put in when they took that out.
1: Oh, uh, that's a good point.
0: So I want you to keep keep close watch over yourself. Yeah. Okay. At no point at no point in time
1: did they indicate to me that I had like xenomorph blood. Hey. But maybe they maybe their radars couldn't pick that up. Hey, so you know what I'm saying? Well, hopefully on Alien Day, it's not going down like that. Otherwise, right. I got the 45 h- on deck. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, exactly, you know what I mean? Bottom
0: exactly, line is, exactly. that's, what it is, that's what it is, in fact, hitting for.
1: Okay? <laughs> so watch what you say. And watch how you handle yourself. Look, we got to talk about uh, uh sci-fi, not just aliens and xenomorphs, but aliens from uh, a galaxy far, far away.
0: A long time ago a as well. A long time ago. Talk to me about this trailer. Did you... See this trailer, of course, because we talk, it's two weeks late and everybody doesn't seen it. Everybody's Internet, seen it. we are going to figure out how to do trailer reactions. Yeah. We heard about OBS. I, I got been, OBS. It's on my computer. I've been getting my Have you been playing around with it? Not yet. I've been Not getting yet. my Googles on. Mm-hmm. We're going to figure out how to do these trailer reactions. Yeah. So hold us accountable to that. We do intend to do trailer reactions as time goes on. It's coming. So, at Octavius St. Newman, at Adam Tatteris, at Comic Book Junto, hold us accountable for trailer reactions. Let us know what things you want us to do trailers on, trailer reactions on, and also shout out to those of you who tweeted at us and gave us some some feedback. Give us some of your tips and tricks on how to do trailer reactions. Oh, we heard OBS. Is there other stuff that we should know? Yeah. Um, we know about the ring light and we'll be able to put light on us so we look like we got some sense when we're doing it. Yeah. Talk to us. Let us know what is, what is, what's going on.
1: We, I'm going to need the right lighting. So, uh, you're going to be able to see like the veins coming through my face. The, Why? the wrong light. I'm too pale. You're going to read I'm man thing? You're going to read man thing on camera? No, you're not going to. Well, my veins will be bulging out of my face. This is I'm what so I thought angry. you were saying when you said the veins was coming out. No, I'm sorry. My skin is like translucent. So oh, okay. I need to make sure that I have like the correct.
2: Lighting—that's
1: mm-hmm. important. That's why we haven't had our video debut. It's, look, it's complicated. All right, it's a whole different level. It's Compton. It's complicated. Right. All right, y'all done got complicated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so look, let's talk about Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Yes. Trailer hit last week yes, during Star Wars celebration. Yes, it did. You, mm-hmm. as a founding member of the Blackout Congregation, yeah,
0: watched the trailer. Mm-hmm. Is this it for you? This is it for me. I have watched the trailer. Okay. Now, everybody listen. Come in. and come lean in here, uh-huh. right? Yep. This trailer was good. Yep. Here's why it's good. It was what a trailer is supposed to be as far as I'm concerned. Hey, here's the vibe. Here's the feeling of the movie. Mm-hmm. We're not going to really tell you anything. We're not going to really explain anything. But we're going to show you visuals to make you excited out of context. Yep. So you can't really put any story together. And we're not going to show you things very long so you can really latch on to what's what. But we are going to get you excited. Mm-hmm. So I have concluded that's all I need to see. Yeah. I don't need to see anything else till when? November? December? Uh, December. 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 In That's fact. all I need to see. December 15, 2017
1: is the release date for Star Wars Episode 8. However, comma. Uh, we also have a release date for Episode Nine.
0: Episode Nine is floating around out there. So yeah. we just found out that Star Wars Episode Nine is on coming out on May twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. So, man, they, they, that's they my are movie moves.
1: This is this is the thing that I've said in the past. I just need to survive. Let me just survive until that point in time, that moment in time. I just need to live until we get to that, mm-hmm. and then we'll be good. Yes, and then I'll have to come up with something new after that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Star, Wars, well, Star I mean, Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars forever.
0: Even though I mean we're not talk- we're talking about this,
1: I just need to get to Wakanda.
0: Oh yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Now they wrapped up. They wrapped up filming on Black Panther, mm-hmm. and Kevin Feige is talking about how big of a cast this is for this Marvel movie. He's saying that this is the biggest cast he's had on a Marvel movie. Yeah, you know, and I cannot wait to see
1: this movie i know he's also mentioned that for him this seems to be like the the most world-class cast right on a first film like right. on, the, on the first film in their franchise right the biggest deal the biggest cast the biggest Pete Nyong'o,
0: um angela bassett yeah forrest whitaker uh daniel david david Kahlua or daniel Kalua? From Get Out, uh, I think it's Daniel Kaluuya, Daniel Kaluuya, yeah. Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. um, uh, everybody. Just I, I'm, I know I'm forgetting people, but like that is a huge cast. Yeah, those yeah, are big names. Yeah. for a first movie for a Marvel movie, and I mean just black people. Yeah, I'm telling you, Black Black, black History Month 2018 is about to be lit. Going to be Black amazing. Panther is so lit indeed. Yeah. So listen, start getting your Black Panther merch now. Mm-hmm. All right. Because mm-hmm. that's what I got to look forward to T'Challa French Toast Y'all exactly.
1: you, you look for that Octavius TMTM uh, TM, 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 Trademark that to T'Challa right. tr- French Toast Coming to you uh, y- You stay up late at night And you right. see Octavius In like a Made for television commercial mm-hmm. And he's like mm-hmm. oh, When you get hungry for French Toast And you want it to be in the shape Of the king of Wakanda Of course
0: If you want to get back And if you listen If you black And you want to get back to your roots Black Friday I mean Black Friday Black History Month <laughs> Black Friday's a whole new thing now Yeah You, it's, you gotta be proud on Friday you You're black to, You want
1: T'Challa <laughs> Stay black on Friday. You want the chala French toast?
0: That's what you
1: want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, we we have a lot of really big films coming. Uh, this next one is is definitely a part of that.
0: Now, do you remember the first time you watched Lion King? Of course not. Uh, do I remember the first time? I don't know. I, I remember a, watching it a lot question. as a kid.
1: Was that one of your favorite movies from Disney Disney Animation? Absolutely.
0: That movie was the one. Yeah absolutely yeah absolutely it had everything so this one we know we're doing a live action so they're doing a live action everything disney yes you know so it's only a matter of time before they're going to come out with a live action lion king mm-hmm. so exciting stuff did you know that they cast timon and pumbaa uh yeah yeah i saw what, what
1: is this we have i think seth rogan that was it, my computer is what we had oh yeah your computer is giving you some notifications right. about timon and pumbaa right you have those, uh, those notifications set up in your your preferences right mm-hmm. now. That's right. I think it was Seth Rogen.
0: And Seth Rogen, I think, was Pumbaa. And Timon, I don't remember that guy's name. Uh, I think it's Michael Ike-Walter. Wal- I know he plays in, what is the, the Hulu show, Horrible People? No, I haven't seen it. Or
1: something people. Oh, do you and I have a friend who is in that show. We do? That's right. Who's in the show? Our friend Shannon DeVito. Oh, she is. That's correct. Oh, okay, okay. A little inside baseball for you Shout listeners. Uh, Octavius and I, we used to work for the same company, the Big Fruit Company. That's right. And uh, 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 another coworker of ours, a friend, her name is Shannon, and she's funny as hell, and she's made a career in comedy, and she was on that, that Hulu show. Mm-hmm. Horrible people. Horrible people. So yeah. we got Timon, and we got Pumbaa, and we have a release date for The Lion King, and that is?
0: July 19, 2019. So it's it's out there. Yeah, this one is going to come after Star Wars Episode Nine. My little person probably won't be old enough to appreciate it by then. Yeah, but I I think I mean you're still going to take her though. How am I going to take her to go see? She's not. You'll be yelling and screaming in the movie. I have seen crazier things. I'm not going to be the one. I have seen crazy Listen, things. Listen, I am not going to be... You know how I feel? I sat next to Man Man when I saw Get
1: Out. <laughs> I was like, I know. <laughs> I know that this is Man Man. And I know you willed yourself in here with the uh, reality
0: gem oh, and man. the infinity gauntlet. But Listen. This I'm movie a- ain't for you, Man Man. Every time I see somebody with a baby... At walking into a movie theater, I'm like, come on, I know you wanna see this movie. Sure. I wanna see it too. But you know this baby's gonna cry through this movie. Oh, what if they can't get a sitter, but they need to see. Fate of the Furious. I want to. I want to go ahead and say that I think the priority is the baby, uh-huh. is the little human. I'm glad that say. I think, you the, said, I think the little <laughs> human is the priority. You either, either somebody got to stay home with the little human, or you need to get a babysitter for the sitter for the little human. But uh,
1: excuse me, he, I want to get caught up on where Matt Damon is and what he's doing and which culture he. I already told you, he's
0: out of space. Yeah, that's right. He's underwater. Uh-huh. He's in the city. He's in the suburbs. <laughs> he's in the jungle. He's in the Arctic. Uh-huh. He's underground. Everywhere. He's in the heavens. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying. Yep. Uh-huh, he's flying, uh-huh. That's he's right. driving, yeah. running, swinging He's doing all of it. Shooting. All of it. Got a ponytail. Farming? Yeah. On Mars. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Eating potatoes, making French fries. He's doing everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, you know, I'm sure it's difficult and people have to make the best of their scenario. But if you look, if you're a geek and you're trying to see Lion King, if you're trying to see Star Wars and mm-hmm. you're like, look, I have this baby with me. I don't oh, take I don't care of your little do. humans, people. Yeah, take care of your little humans. Make sure that they watch uh, the original, the original Star Wars trilogy, four, five, and six first. No, and then no, you can show them three point five. There is no such <laughs> thing as three point five. It's not what are you a talking?
0: Thing. We've talked about this many times, and we've c- come to the conclusion: somebody right, and wrong. we have wrong. come to the conclusion: somebody right and somebody wrong. Okay, and I often fall on the side of being the one who's right, oh. and in this one, I'm definitely right.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely
0: Wait, right. That's look, okay.
1: I don't know where to go from here. Episode. What is New Hope? Episode what? Uh, that's episode four. Okay, so rogue, that's why I'm right. Because look, I'm just pulling this out. I know. Rogue One happens when? Uh, I think it came out in 2017.
0: <laughs> nah, nah. That's in the story, that's my okay, final answer. Episode three. Does that lead into episode four?
1: I episode three does lead into episode four. Does, although there's some does, events that transpire. Right.
0: Right. Does Rogue One happen in between episode? three in episode four. It, it does cover
1: the period of time.
0: Correct. That
1: it, in, in canon.
0: Right. So yeah. does episode three, spoilers for spoilers for Rogue One. Spoilers for Rogue One. Again, I say spoilers for Rogue One. Three, two, one it's your fault. Does Rogue One literally connect Like the, in the scene before episode four starts?
1: Using references that can only be appreciated if you have seen the original trilogy. Yes.
0: Okay. So... If it happens after three, right? But yeah. it happens before four, that would make it three point five. That would make it two thousand seventeen. Octavius, <laughs> Adrian, final final answer. I'm just saying.
1: I'm just yeah. trying to say. Look, I'm just three point five. Here's what's taking place now. What you happening? you have a congregation? Yeah, you have the blackout congregation.
0: Stay black. I've been trying to tell
1: everybody. I this. don't have a congregation yet, and this this is how. Two different like uh, warring <laughs> factions are created. Right. You're going to be like, look, the two of you have always been separate. I don't understand. You have so much in common. Right. Why did you originate in separate institutions? 3.5. Well, you see, their party believes,
0: we here believe. Yeah, Right. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Look, I, it can't be helped.
0: We're right. going right. we to argue through this for all it. time. Listen, I'm just going to raise my humans the way I, only way I know how is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> but listen. Let's talk about something that we agree on. A threequel. All right. Now, listen. I'm just telling you right now, this is spoilers. Yeah. Look, this news in general. The news story in and of itself is spoilers. There's no way of getting around this without spoiling this. So listen, if you've seen Split... Great. Continue on with us. If you haven't seen Split, you might want to fast forward two, three, four, five minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay? Because we're going to say something that spoils Split. Mm -hmm. Spoilers for Split. Three, two, one. It's your fault. M. Night Shyamalan has announced that he is going to be bringing out the third movie in the... What do we call this? Unbreakable Unbreakable? The, un- the Unbreakable yeah. Which is Unbreakable First, Split, which turned out to be a secret sequel. Surprise. Right? And now we're finding out that we're going to have a third movie called Mr. Glass. Is it glass? Just glass. It's called Glass. Glass. And what we know is that Bruce Willis is coming back and Sam Jackson is coming back. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Are you excited?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm very excited, especially since Split was such a surprise when I was uh, watching that in the theater, and I had no idea that that twist was coming at the end, so I'm I'm happy that we're definitely confirmed going to have a movie when those characters meet one another.
0: It has to happen. So we got The Horde, Yeah, Kevin Wendell Crumb, Mm -hmm. we've got Mr. Glass, and we've got, what is his name? What is Bruce Wilson's character's name? (laughs) Bruce. (laughs) <laughs> Bruce <laughs> I don't even remember. I do not even remember. It's just Bruce Bruce Willie. Bruce, Bruce Willie. Well, I mean, I don't think that his name is Bruce Willie, so I'm gonna see if we could do a little bit better than that. Uh huh. Um, so I'm gonna get my quick Googles on right here. And we got director, we got Bruce Willis, and what 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 did he play? Come on, IMDB.
1: Mr. Unbreakable, the unbroken one.
0: The unbroken one? Cannot
1: be broken. Tupperware. Wow. You got glass. He's Tupperware. Try to break Tupperware. Try
0: David Dunn. David Dunn. Try to break Tupperware. I've done it. Have you? Yeah. Wow. Wait, you talking about the plastic stuff? Yeah.
1: Yeah. What was going on in your mind?
0: I what was know. happening? I wasn't doing it on purpose, but it's old. It <laughs> cracks. You get a crack in it. All right. You know? Sure. And then it just gets to the point. Or your dog gets a hold of it. All right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So sure. you're trying
0: to tell me that a dog can actually be the one that can break? David Dunn. David Dunn.
1: They, yeah, Everybody knows that David Dunn is going to square off with his arch enemy. Oh, and that, The that, only one who can take him down is Kryptonite. The Horde. A dog. <laughs> a
0: dog. <And laughs> yeah, yeah, the what, Horde as Oh, so what if the whole point of oh, this is, no. it's like... The only thing that can break unbreakable Tupperware yeah. is a dog getting a hold of it. Mm-hmm. And that's why the Horde is an amalgamation of a bunch of different animals.
1: Now, see, the Horde was in one area with a bunch of different animals. And now, in this upcoming movie, he's going to be in a different place. He's going to be in a, a local pet store. Wow. And all of he's his.
0: Gonna, he's going to be in doggy style? Yeah. And people just. He's going
1: to be in, in <laughs> bone bonjour, bonjour. Up on Third Street. And he's just going to be adorable. And people are going to wonder, why is this man so cute? Oh, well, it's because he was imbued with the traits of a domestic dog. That's why.
0: I don't think that's what's going to happen. Well, time. you know, I'm writing
1: it for M. Night Shyamalan. So Shyamalan, I also know you're listening. Of course. Shout out to you. I
0: know you're hanging out with the, the TDE gang. Thank you for shout the out five to Shyamalan, the thousand Shyamalan, shout, <laughs> <Right. laughs> uh, shout out to Soundwave. Uh, right. Shout out to Kevin Wendell and all the rest of those that uh, <laughs> you know live with you. Um, mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Coming to America. Supposed to be getting a sequel. Coming back. Yeah, so this was something where I was like, uh, leave stuff alone. Like, who asked you for this? But then... But then we found out that they're going to be bringing back the original screenwriters. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yes, it is. I mean, this we're a long way away, and this really is cashing in on nostalgia. Oh, yeah. Do you think it's cashing in on nostalgia, or do they have like... Well, they just sit around like, man, I've always wanted to make, a, you know, like a second Coming to America.
1: I... Like, yeah. for my money, I don't think there was ever a sequel planned. I don't ever. think so either.
0: I think, I mean, when's the last time we heard from Eddie Murphy?
1: It's been a while.
0: It's been a, it's been a minute.
1: Yeah. I, I don't so, know. I, I, man, actually, I cannot even think of the last time. It might have been a Shrek movie. That's depressing.
0: It's been a minute. Like, Pluto Nash and then Shrek. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, I don't want to see it come to America if Eddie Murphy is not playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Prince yeah. Hakeem.
1: I, I would prefer to just be watching the original so this is the sort of thing where I'm like I, I just don't touch it please don't touch it but
0: do I mean it. you know it, it might it might be good it might be funny you know they're gonna find a way to put Kevin Hart in it mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know I mean Kevin Hart gonna make his way into this movie <laughs> it's like do you think do you think they'll have um uh, uh Chappelle Chappelle gonna be in it oh Chappelle's probably you know that would be cool actually
0: I mean now that I'm talking about it out loud there's some really really funny people sure and there's some really really good writers so sure. let's not Cut it short. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just because it was good one time doesn't mean it can't be good again. But the problem with when you do stuff like this is just like the Matrix. When you think about The Matrix, you think about all three movies. You don't think about the first one that was amazing. So right now, we think Coming to America, we have nothing but great thoughts and memories. But if they mess it up with this sequel... They're going to add midi-chlorians. It could affect how we think about Coming to America. No! I don't want that. Or it could make Coming to America all the much better. All I know is... All I want to know is, will sexual chocolate be making... Sexual chocolate! Will it be making... A comeback
1: Sexual chocolate Are
0: we going to get a sexual chocolate like album? That was one of my favorite Is, scenes Are we going to get a sexual chocolate playlist by
1: the October Firm? That was one of my favorite scenes By <laughs> the to over <laughs> like, Yeah, it would probably get sampled. That would be amazing. Sexual chocolate releases, uh, a twenty yeah. <laughs> track mixtape. Yeah. Twenty track track playlist. Yeah, a playlist, exactly. Right. It's not an album, um, it's a playlist. That was one of my favorite scenes. One of his gonna, on, gonna be on Sexual
0: Chocolate Radio on Apple Music.
1: In a movie when I was a kid, was him just awkwardly dominated no one is speaking, it's dead, silent, and he's just shouting a well, huge.
0: Oh my god. So glad. That's only the way. Oh
1: my god! So bad. Yeah, I'll be down for it, but I'm just you know I'm I'm nervous because I know I'm looking at Eddie Murphy's IMDb and Mm -hmm. it hasn't been hot for a little while.
0: Last movie he made was in what year? Do we know? Because I haven't. He came out with a movie called A Thousand Words in 2012. Anybody heard of that?
1: I have not seen that. Right. I'm just, I am straight. I, to I don't want to be looking at it right now, but I'm looking at Norbit.
0: That's the last movie? That Before that, that was it? There's no way that Norbit was the last So Norbit movie. and then a movie we ain't heard from from 2012? <laughs> no. Yo, <laughs> no. What, no. when Here's was Dreamgirls? Dream Girl. That was 2007. Yo, he was, killed it in Dreamgirls. Yeah. Don't sleep on Eddie Murphy now. No, he's terrific. Don't sleep on Eddie Murphy, internet. Eddie Murphy is talented. We just haven't heard from him in a very long time. Yeah, it's just been a minute. That's all.
1: That's all. Uh, look, fine. If it's the original team uh, coming to America is amazing. Maybe they can make it really, really, really topical uh, with you know, frankly, an immigrant, a, like a foreign dignitary, mm-hmm. somebody not from America who who deserves respect. I just want Eddie Murphy to be in the movie. Yeah, I just need Eddie Murphy to be in the movie. If he's not in the movie, then what are we even doing here?
0: Right. What is this? It's gonna be Channing Tatum and and, oh.
1: and, and uh Kevin how's home? Scarlett
0: Johansson get in this? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what does Scarlett Johansson have to do with any of this? I don't know. Matt Damon. Oh no. He's, he's Prince playing, Akeem. He's playing Prince Hakeem. <laughs> Matt Damon is Prince Hakeem. <laughs> we can't have this. <laughs> this is ridiculous. All right, moving on. Amazing Spider-Man... I mean, there's an, there's an animated Spider-Man movie that we know that's coming up. That is correct. All right? Now, we also know that this is going to be a Spider-Man movie that has... Miles Morales. Yeah, this,
1: the, the animated film will be focusing on Miles Morales. I read recently that this is going to be
0: like a, a geek's dream. They if, said that if it's you are be, up on this, if you know what's going on, you're going to be like, this is everything. I'm this is so what they're excited. promising
1: us. And uh, they gave us a casting for the voice actor who is playing Miles, mm-hmm. Shamik Moore. Yeah. Shamik
0: then, Moore played the lead in Dope. Right. And you also might know him as Shaolin Fantastic from The Get Down. I need to watch The Get Down. I have not. watched I've seen a the couple episodes.
1: The, the, the thing that keeps me sort of at a distance is it's a a Baz Luhrmann movie or TV show. Uh-huh. Baz Luhrmann did uh, that Gatsby movie recently. Yeah. He did that that Leonardo DiCaprio Romeo, uh, and, Juliet. Uh, Romeo and Juliet back in the Disney. Um, and those movies are cool, but they're like I just can't wrap my brain around
0: that and hip hop. Now that I well well now that I. Now that I know that was the same guy, it makes sense. Because uh, when I first started watching it, it was almost like, why is everything so heavy? Why is the delivery so heavy handed? Sure. Why is the editing so jumpy? Yeah. You know, why? I don't understand what it's I'm looking style. at. It was a style issue. And then when I kind of settled in and just go, oh, that's just how this movie is. It's kind of like... That's the artsiness of it. It's just a, a method he chose. So I had to kind of let go with my expectations of how it was supposed to be and just let him do what he was doing. That's right. And Then as time went on, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Fine. That's what it is. Right, Something we
1: do need to talk about that I'm surprised we haven't gotten to until right now. Joss Whedon confirmed is doing a Batgirl movie. How about that? Yo, yo. Yeah. But who Batgirl? Yeah. Like which background Batgirl, Batgirl. Batgirl of Burnside, I would assume. Do you think so? I would hope so. Uh, that would be the I would say that probably would the most popular right now.
0: So Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. That, that Bad Girl of Burnside stuff that Babs Tarr drew, and um, do, who are the writers on that again? Uh, Cameron Stewart was on that. I think Ryan
1: Fletcher. This mm-hmm. is the exact same team that the Motor Crush. Motor Crush. Yeah. Uh, and it, not, just, not just awesome that uh, this is happening, that Joss Whedon is doing this. Right. We know Joss Whedon in comic book movies because of the Avengers and the second Avengers. And uh, it's interesting that he's going from Marvel to DC, to do a really big movie, a really big character. Mm-hmm. And apparently, he was in touch with, Joss Whedon himself was in touch with, Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. And they're cool. Yeah. And Kevin Feige said, yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, And they're cool.
0: Great! I'm interested in the casting. Yeah. I'm interested in seeing, the, here's something I heard him say. Mm-hmm. He said, we know what Batgirl looks like, but we're not so much locked in on her look, we're more so locked in on the right person. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing, what I'm gathering from that is they're considering anybody to play back row, mm. any person, of even people of color. Mm. So it's more about the, the right person, the right vibe, the right feeling. Can you imagine? Hey, can you imagine? That would be amazing. Hey, uh, we'll see. Interesting. Now
1: we, he, we know the DC gets a little skittish once uh, uh like a creator has a lot of, I think a uniqueness, but Joss Whedon has, look, we've, we talked about this with Rick Famuyiwa who was originally supposed to direct the flash and that it seems like if you read between the lines, that didn't work out because of creative differences. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Joss Whedon has a track record tried and true. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's been here. He's done this, which is not to say that Famuyiwa does not have that, but um, as, as they would say in the mob, uh Joss Whedon has made his bones. I mean, like he's proved it. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll that's let a mob, him do that's it. That's a mob. That's yeah, a mob if you made thing? your bones. Absolutely. Okay. You know, it's like uh you've you've killed people, you've you've proved yourself.
0: Hot take. Hot take. Ready for hot take alert. Hit me. I think that the WB, that Warner Brothers, while we recognize, hey, they're doing Justice League, DC extended universe they're doing you know Batman v. Superman they've done a Superman movie they have an Aquaman movie coming out they got a Justice League a couple Justice League movies coming out and we recognize we've talked about hey they're trying to catch up with the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. but here's what I think they're doing I think they're creating a Gotham universe under our nose mm. And not really letting us know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so not like they're hiding it from us, because the big push that we're hearing is DC, DC, Justice League, Justice League, Justice League. But what I really think they're going to do is they're going to go Gotham, Gotham, Gotham. Because if you look at it like this, Batman be Superman, yeah, right. We got a Batman movie, right? Yeah. Now what we what have we also heard? Now we got a Nightwing movie, Gotham. Before we even got a guy, Nightwing movie, we've got. A Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. Right? Gotham. We've got a Gotham City Sirens movie. So that's Catwoman, Harley Quinn, Mm -hmm. and Poison Ivy. Mm -hmm. Gotham. Mm -hmm. Like I said, Nightwing. Gotham. Um, What else do we have? Do you think this is happening because they've
1: tried to stray from Gotham and it hasn't worked out well?
0: I don't know if it's because they tried to stray stray from Gotham. I think it's more of a thing that it's like... We know that this works. Mm. We know that people want this. Sure. What is the other movie besides Bat? Besides Batgirl, besides the Nightwing, there's another one. There's there's Batman. Is there a oh, maybe? I, maybe what, something
1: that's coming out? Yeah, some oh, sort of movie know. that
0: they've announced recently. Mm. But anyway, all I'm saying is, mm-hmm. there's a whole lot more confirmed stories that are coming out of one place. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. not a whole lot of confirmed stories that are coming out of. Krypton. Sure. You know, so a that's TV a
1: show coming out of Krypton apparently. Right.
0: But that, you know, they're obviously not putting as much energy into that. So sure. I think that we could be moving ourselves toward like a Gotham city, like the Batman almost being its own, cinematic universe in and of itself. Almost like kind of a spin-off cinematic universe.
1: This is like Bat Family universe.
0: Yeah. So it's like we've got movie, 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 movie and instead of coming together for Justice League or coming together for Avengers, they come together for Batman. Sure. So we've got Nightwing. We've got Harley Quinn and all of them. We've got Joker still floating around out there. We got Suicide Squad. We got Nightwing. We got you know yada yada yada. And then we conclude with a Batman movie. And then we splinter away. And then we conclude with another Batman movie. And then we splinter away. And then another. And that starts to because they because they know everybody loves that. Yeah. And yeah, I mean if we and then that gives them time to kind of figure out how are we going to do Cyborg. Yeah. What and it it's not like. They, can, they, they don't do Cyborg, or they don't do The Flash, mm-hmm. but they don't have to lean as hard on it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It gives them that freedom to kind of figure out, what are we going to do with this Green Lantern buddy cop movie, mm. Hal Jordan, Jon Stewart thing? Mm-hmm. Well, we know they're going to go see this Batman movie, mm-hmm. because within, it seems like they're taking their time, and they get a chance with Gotham. They get a chance to build Gotham out mm. as time goes on, because they already started. Well, it would be nice if DC would take
1: their time. Yeah. Because it it seems to me like a movie, movies like Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman Mm -hmm. did not take their time. Right. Kind of skipped a few steps and stumbled for it. Right. So it would be nice if that's the case. I would appreciate that. Yeah. And I would be interested if they do double down on just Gotham on the silver screen in movie theaters because mm-hmm. they have the Gotham TV show, yeah. Fox, yeah. and Octavius. That show sucks. Have you been watching it? Are you up to date? I'm not up to date. I'm very behind. I'm not up to date, but it is by my own volition. I do not like that show. I hmm. do not care for that show. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to go uh, into Gotham and they really explore that and pull that apart and tell all of those stories, yeah. I hope it's not like that. Please, please
0: don't give me Little Kid Bruce. Well, you know, they're not gonna, they're not gonna, they haven't invest. they have too much invested in grown up sure. Bruce Wayne. And there's too many, there's so many stories to tell. I saw, I mean, we got Ra's Al Ghul yeah. and the whole like Damien, Taya Al Ghul, mm-hmm. League of Shadows, that story. We've got, you know, old man Batman we've got like there's and and like I say give me a Batman Beyond movie but like yo that's the point we have so much invested already there's what (laughs) Suicide Squad alone has introduced a whole bunch of characters that now we know exist yeah and we have to keep track of all these guys now yeah nobody else has that many people invested in their story so maybe that was their plan slash backup plan all along His suicide squad ironically introduced a bunch of
1: characters without introducing many of them at right all. but they were <laughs> but they were all very closely tied to right gotham and they were all just they were present and not yeah. all of them got a ton of backstory so you could theoretically just yeah. tell uh you could make a movie based on any of those characters right it's just a question of you know who is die hard enough to go and see a movie that is only about uh uh Killer Croc, or or Deadshot, or Or something like that. (laughs) B.E.T. Yeah, B.E.T. presents Yeah. Killer Croc,
0: the movie. Watching B.E.T. Uncut.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. We have some other news from D.C. Uh, We also have a television show in the works, which was announced today, a live-action Teen Titans TV show.
0: Now, I love Teen Titans Go. Uh I wonder what tone this is going to be. Sure. Is this going to be... Justice Lee, I mean young justice kind of vibe? Is this gonna be a Teen Titans Go kind of vibe? You know, where are we going with this? Because you know, know Teen Titans Go is that chibi kind of, you know, funny far and fun. joke, joke, joke kind of stuff. Yeah. And when we find out that it's a live action TV show, is this gonna be on the CW with everything else? No. In fact, it's going to be on DC's streaming service. Interesting. That's
1: right. So So, this show is not planned until 2018. We won't see it until 2018, but it's going to be on DC's streaming service, which I don't think we have all that many details
0: for quite yet. Well, we know that AT&T owns uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, we do know that. So it makes sense that they would kind of do some sort of like, because you said this is a DC Streaming service. I believe it is a specific DC. It's not a Warner Brothers service. thing, it's like DC Comics streaming. That's, you know, it's a good question. Because I would wonder, like, they, they would have to be... Because but, but there is up, a WB streaming service coming as well. But they would ha- if they're going to do a DC streaming service and they're going to charge me $10 a month for it or something like that, or $5 a month for it, they're going to have to have a lot of content. So we should probably expect a lot of content coming from them. So yeah. we know we're getting this um, live-action Teen Titans show, and there's something else that we're getting we're also getting we're Young getting, Justice. Yeah. Now, a lot of us have been really, well, I know from me, you, I've, I've been screaming, bring Young Justice back for a long time. And we find out that Young Justice is actually coming back and it's going to be back, but it's coming back through this WB streaming service again.
1: Yeah. This one is not, uh, again, not coming to us until 2018. Uh, we know only that it's being called Young Justice Outsiders. And that's just about all we have together on the new Young Justice show. But I know you and many others are very eager for the show to come out and a lot of people were thinking that maybe it would hit Netflix or you know a streaming service that we have presently. But this WB thing, w- would you sign up just for
0: Young Justice? That would definitely be that would definitely be enticing, mm-hmm. especially if you know Because I would just, I'll be curious to see what's going to be on the WB, on on the, is it WB or DC streaming?
1: There's a, I think there are separate products. It seems to me like maybe there will be a WB streaming service and DC will be a part of it.
0: What we're reading right here is it says, outside, uh, Young Justice Outsiders will be, will launch on the Warner Brothers Digital Network, a streaming service built just for WB. Okay. In 2018. Sure. So if we have a WB... That makes more sense there 's probably going to be a lot of other content that Warner Brothers owns movies, other TV shows d c animated films d c you know I can imagine that Teen Titans go and all the cartoons like all of that stuff Young Justice and um, Justice League and all that stuff will stream on there so it depends what 's on there, but if that 's the only place that I can watch Young Justice. I mean, you got to go where it is. You got to go where it is. Sure.
1: Uh, Speaking of streaming services, we also have news that's a little surprising to me. Apparently, Netflix is planning to stream
0: or air or put some of their original movies in theaters. It's very interesting what Netflix is doing here. They're saying that, well, here's the quote I'll read. It says, since our members are funding these films, they should be the first to see them. But we are also open to supporting the large theater chains such as AMC and Regal in the US if they want to offer our films such as our upcoming Will Smith film Bright in theaters simultaneously to Netflix let the customers let the consumers choose and let's so, talk about that that's interesting because because part of what you would think Netflix has is like we have this and you don't mm-hmm. so you have to come to us mm-hmm. but maybe there's something in them it, like Like financially, you know, when they break the numbers down, they go, well, shoot. I mean, if people want to go see, I mean, we already got their money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not like people are going to sign up for Netflix just for Will Smith's Bright movie. Well, that's what I'm trying to understand, though. But I pay a monthly subscription. But. Yeah. Right. So they're not necessarily trying to get another dollar from Adam or Octavius. They're trying to get another dollar from exactly who they just said which is AMC and Regal. Uh. Because they're saying, hey, sure, yeah, we'll license this movie out to you, idiots. If y'all want to play it. If you guys are stupid enough to want to buy a movie that we're giving away to people on the internet, yeah, uh. if you, but if you want to pay us X amount of thousand million dollars for the movie to show it, mm-hmm. sure. Sure. Why not? I mean, if, if that's what you want to do, you know, because what do we lose? We already have Adam and Octavius' money. Yeah. And if they want to go see it in the theaters again, okay. Cause they like, cause for them I don't I don't think Netflix loses. Yeah, they're not doing anything but opening the gate just enough for you to give ju- just enough for you to slide some money through.
1: They gotta do a. Uh, here's here's what Netflix has to do with Tell it what to you grab do. my attention. They gotta do. Movie marathons, except you're just binge-watching an original Netflix show. Like, here's what I'm doing on a Sunday or through a weekend or whatever. Maybe I'm taking a sick day, and I'm at home, and I'm watching House of Cards, and suddenly I'm on the second episode, and suddenly I'm on the fourth episode, and now i got to finish it before I go to sleep. And Oops, I watched an entire season of this TV show and sat on my ass all day long. Now, if you give me a movie theater... I have this like movie marathon kind of, of money. Vibe. You, that's a you, lot of you, money. You don't have
0: to pay like fifty dollars for
1: that. That's a lot of money. But you know, like I'm thinking of the way that I interact with Netflix, the, the value that I get from Netflix. But you I'm know, veg, so I'm not. I'm not going to a movie that's theater. What,
0: that's the point. The thing is, you're comfortable. Yeah, you got your snacks. You can pause. Mm-hmm. You can go to the bathroom. You can go walk your dog. You can run to the store real quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can warm up some food. You can grab another drink. You can do whatever you want because you're on your own. Time you or you can never leave the bed. Yeah, you can wake up, turn it Watch on, join on your phone, and on your only computer. get up to eat and go to the bathroom. Yeah, you could You know, so I don't see myself vegging out in a in a seat. That no, yeah. look, you want to have that experience?
1: Just turn on a movie, uh, uh, Will Smith in Bright, at home on your couch. Pay someone forty dollars for some popcorn for some popcorn, and then uh, uh, make sure you got a baby next to you that's going to cry through the good parts. Mm. That's it, right? Man, man, what are you doing in my home for this viewing of Bright
0: that's what featuring they, Will Smith? That's what they said I had to do. This was part of what you paid for when you signed up for Netflix. All right, but well look, authenticity, game recognized game, respect. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, so speaking of Netflix, one of our favorites... Luke Cage has started production. Sweet Christmas. Yeah. Or is it it going to start production? Well, ultimately, look, bottom line is they're working on Luke Cage. It's coming. I think it's starting production
1: in June. Yeah. So uh, a second season of that is coming uh, after Defenders. Mm -hmm. And I think we have a second season of Jessica Jones coming even before that still. Right. So, but you know, all of that is to say this train ain't stopping for nobody. Mm-hmm. They're going to continue making this as long as you make a second season that doesn't look anything
0: like Iron Fist. Oof. Then we're going to be fine. Yeah, don't let Iron Fist don't iron, don't let Iron Fist like like sour our Luke Cage experience. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um also what what else is moving forward is Fox and their X-Men properties. Yeah. 2018 is going to be big for Fox at least as far as re- releases are concerned.
1: Well, you said there are going to be a few X-Men movies coming in 2018. What, what do we have to expect? So we've at? got Deadpool 2. Yeah, of course. All right.
2: So From the got... guy
0: who did John Wick. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, now, we've also got X-Men Dark Phoenix. Hmm.
2: Hmm. Hmm. We
1: got
0: a New Mutants hmm. movie. Wait, what? New Mutants? Yeah. Who's doing that? I don't know. Oh, okay. But I know we got a new, Mut- new Mutants movie coming out. Sure. And we, um, now, I don't know. So, New Mutants is April 13th, 2018. That's what they're saying, right? Um, we've got Deadpool 2, which is June 1st, 2018. Yeah. Um, we've got X-Men Dark Phoenix, November 2nd, 2018. Wow. And Floating Around in the Future is like an like a X-Men proper movie. Yeah. But I like what they've been doing. With Logan, I like what they did with Deadpool. I'm going to be interested to see where we're going now. Yeah, where where Fox is going to be going now with these same properties. Yeah, because if they start trying to connect it again, I'm afraid they're going to like mess up the dope stuff they've done. But they've proven over the past couple movies that they're they're taking a nice turn. So aren't we also getting an X Force movie? Now that's that. I don't know if that's coming in 2018. Okay.
1: So this is specifically the X-Men movies in 2018? In yes. X going to give it to you three times over? Show sure enough. Okay, fair. Uh, look, you hear this wild, absolutely wild story that simmered a little bit down, but I still cannot believe it. Mm-hmm. The potentially merger between Disney and Apple. Have
0: you heard about this? I have heard that Apple is considering trying to find a way to purchase Disney. Is that even possible? Is that a I thing mean, that can happen? Anything's possible. Apple got a lot of money. They got, they've got a whole lot of money, but do they have Disney money? That's the question.
1: Yeah, so the, uh, the amount of money in, involved in this, this possible deal, is that's the thing that's really blowing my mind. This is kind of like when I try to think of space and the fact that space is constantly expanding. Into what? Into what, Octavius? My brain can't do that. That's right. Yes. My brain can't do that. You're limited. And I'm looking at these numbers, and my brain can't do that because the uh, the idea is, um, what is this? Would uh, I think Apple would potentially put a bid for Disney, and that'd be around two hundred billion with a B, two hundred billion dollars, and then the two company would have a combined worth of around one trillion dollars. They keeps it trill, as in trillion. Yes, that is that is absurd. And then I'm thinking, I'm seeing the writing on the wall. They've got uh, Apple iWatch
0: Mickey Mouse exclusives. It's coming. It's coming down. Yeah, I mean, and it makes sense when you think about how everybody's making the move to content and that's something that Apple really hasn't done yet. Apple hasn't really made a move towards exclusive content. Mm. Netflix has, Amazon has, um, you know, AT&T's making that happen with the, like with Warner, owning Warner Brothers and all that kind of thing. But Apple really as a technology company, while they're making a lot of the products that we're making the stuff with, and we're making they're making a lot of products that we're watching the stuff on. Yeah. They're not actually participating in creating the content. So, them acquiring something as big as Disney that would really make the content thing pretty pr- much, much easier to take care of, much easier to handle.
1: Disney owns Marvel, and Apple would potentially own Disney, which means Apple would have stark technology, right? Just putting that out there, right? But at
0: I- would have ATT has Wayne Tech,
1: mm. okay? So now, that, see, that, this is where things get interesting. Now, you have AT&T versus Apple, and it's literally a battle of superheroes. Hey. That's, now,
0: that's interesting. Hey, that's know? interesting. So, now we start thinking about, well, if Warner Brothers is exclusive content for AT&T, but AT&T uses Apple products, mm-hmm. and then Apple, now, is it now some sort of conflict for DC, does, does does like Disney stuff have priority? over... I don't know. Do you remember? What, do you remember? But when D- Disney owns stuff like ESPN, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So they absolutely. they they, they, well, don't they do they own Viacom. Uh, I think so. Yeah. So I mean, that's why that's what I'm saying. That's why the 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 like we see big companies acquire smaller companies all the time. But you just don't think of Disney as a smaller company. No, no, all. But imagine Apple owning Disney World. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I can't even wrap my head around, like, we, like you said, because when you think Disney, you think, like, Star Wars. So, again, you think Marvel is huge. Mm-hmm. Marvel Studios is huge, in and of itself. You think Star Wars is huge, in and of itself. Then you think the fact that Disney owns these two huge things. And then you think of the fact that there's another huger thing, which I know is not a word, trying to buy the gigantic thing that owns the two other big things. No, it's that's going to own one big thing. My, it hurts my head to even think about. And it's, then what it, will they even do? Ridiculous. What are they even going to do when they own, like, the Marvel? if Apple owns the Marvel Cinematic Universe?
1: Avengers 5. Vicariously. Avengers 5, Avengers v. Siri. That's what's up. Where well, Siri is now Star Tech. Um, wait, hold up. The, the, remember the phone, the Droid, right? Android. They had a special deal where there was like a a Star Wars themed Droid, but Droid was in com- competition with Apple. So now Apple would have all the Star Wars stuff because they own Disney. Oh man, I don't even know what to do. Every time I'm saying Siri, <laughs> your phone's, <laughs> my phone's, your phone's Siri's reacting. Talking to me right now. that thing. Hold to on. It? Let's check this out. Let's see what Siri. Let me go ahead and and see. I want to check your work here. Uh, As I'm saying Siri out loud, my phone is listening to me, and they're just jotting some things down. Uh, It says, "Hey Siri, that's what's up." Where? You see? Now it's over. They just started listening to me again. Just gave up. And they're just Uh, look. Just turn SkyNet off. This is unbelievable. Turn SkyNet off. This is unbelievable. It's like an episode of Black Mirror. Let it go, yeah. Well, it go. Look, Tim Cook knows that I'm talking about him now.
0: Thanks for the five stars and a positive comment, Tim Cook. Shout out to you. Listen, yeah. if you want to inquire, Junto, holla at us.
1: Junto <laughs> yeah. at A little bit under 200 billion, but you know, yeah, we'll you make know, it worth your money. We'll, we'll,
0: we'll we're, you know, we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk through it. Did you not hear we're working on reaction videos, Tim Cook? That's a big. That's, that's a big, big. It's big value. We, again, you know what it's hidden for, Tim. All right, our last story
1: in our news today. Uh, this is, this is going to take us into talking about comic books. Uh, Marvel Comics has been having a rough time for the past couple of weeks. Been a lot of interesting decisions. They have big events taking place. The Secret Empire event right now has has people talking that and that's that's putting it really lightly. Uh, people are really upset that people it's very divisive. uh some people are talking about uh, the merits of the story. some people are talking about the conceptually
0: how terrible it is, and we're going to get into that we in will a minute, but we but talk about this whole Marvel legacy thing,
1: yeah, so Marvel is planning what happens after secret Empire, and my my understanding is they they want to get back to quote meat and potatoes comic books. Unquote. And I think that would be kind of the, the traditional superhero, the traditional capes, maybe not world-ending, world-shaking stuff. So Marvel Legacy is coming in the fall. And actual Alonzo uh, with Marvel, was speaking about Marvel Legacy, and he says that there's a reveal that is a, a big moment. And he says the last yeah. page reveal is probably going to... Here's the phrase that we keep hearing. Here we go. Break, Kim Kardashian break the internet. Kim Kardashian, oh, it was Kim, Kim Kardashian. Kardashian. He says uh, there will be Easter eggs, and let's just say the last page reveal is Kim Kardashian. Mm. That's a direct quote, verbatim. That
0: Axel Alonso did, said like, it's going to be Kim Kardashian. On yeah, last he page? said Kim K. Wow.
1: Yeah. That's not what you're saying. Kim Kardashian is the new Iron Man. That's
0: crazy. Wait, what happened to Riri? Is, oh, so Riri is fighting against Kim Kardashian? And, yeah. Kim incredible. Kardashian is the
1: villain? Yeah, yeah. Kimoji took over. and It's like whoa, a virus. Whoa, You know? You and, say- Riri,
0: and Riri's like, no yeah
1: that's the wrong one. you thought but he also uh, actual Alonzo says that uh this is going to reveal something that they continually get asked about, and he uh he reaffirms that the question being continually asked will finally finally be answered. What is that question you have not the slightest? I have no idea what that that mm. question would be. no idea what that question would be yeah so things are coming. Comics are coming. Uh, Marvel Legacy is going to be big. I'm curious what that's going to be about. My question that I would like to have answered is uh, on this on this press release that you've uh, put out. It's a le- bunch of faces of superheroes. Where's Man-Thing? He didn't make the cut. He's not in the Marvel Legacy?
0: He's be- being held hostage by... Stein! R.L. Stein. Yeah. Exactly. R.L. Stein's got him, got him on lock and key. Oh, this is horrible, horrible.
1: Man thing was the you King- asked for.
0: Man thing, man
1: thing was at the King of Prussia Mall. You asked for it, and R.L. Stein gets in the driver's seat. Oh, drives him. Oh, kid- man thing was having a birthday him. party. Yeah, and what did man thing? Man thing had nothing to say. Couldn't f- protest. Okay, absolutely not. Right. Yeah. R.L. Stein has no fear because he wrote it all out through Goosebumps. Mm. He not- that's how he can control this character. He has no fear. Interesting. Yeah, it's horrible.
0: All right, so that's our news. Listen at Octavia St. Newman <laughs> at. Adam Teteris, at Comic If you have any news stories that you want us to cover, make sure you hit us with those or send them to Comp Book Junto at BareFruit.com. Um, also, if you want us to answer some questions on the show, you can hit us up um, on Twitter using hashtag AskCBJ. Um, you can submit your question using that, and we might read it and answer it on the show. But right now, for the sake of time, we're going to move past our Talkback segment and move in to really... We're going to do Books of the Week. We're going to talk about what's in our brown bag. But the book that we're ta- going to talk about is not going to really be a book. It's more of a topical discussion related yeah. to a book. So let's yeah. talk through the comics we got real quick. Happy Brown Bag Day, Adam.
1: Happy Brown Bag Day to you, Octavius. You happy have brown,
0: a, Happy Brown Bag Day, Internet. You got, yourself a, you, you got
1: a short stack
0: today. Short stack. I got Flash number 21, which is the button part two. And I got Black Panther number 13. Mm-hmm. Some, a small amount of comics right now. Uh, to keep and the finances in order.
1: Both are worthy. If you picked up uh, uh, Batman Twenty One, which was the button part one. Twenty one. Twenty one. This is the continuation of that story. You know that is making me upset. Got that Watchmen going on. Twenty one. Trying to figure out, figure out what's going on with that. Uh, my stack today, Bitch Planet number ten. Lo and behold, the last time I had a Bitch Planet in my hands was November. It has been a long time. And I'm very excited to get back into Bitch Planet. I picked up Black Panther number 13. I did pick up The Flash 21. 21. I picked up Hulk number 5. I'm very much enjoying The Hulk from uh, uh, Mariko Tamaki. Uh, I picked up Infamous Iron Man issue 7 today. Supposedly, there is a big Fantastic Four-related reveal oh i have no idea what that means but we haven't seen the fantastic four right since secret wars 2 since episode one of comic book junto yeah since episode one of comic book junto i have not read the first six issues of infamous iron man but this is the beginning of a brand new arc i'll be picking up the trade when this when this hits but this is from bendis and Malive and I'm, I'm excited to find out what's what and look we we, we it.
0: why did you do that Internet, he's holding Man-Thing number three in his hands. If you've been following along with Comic book Junto, you know how we slash Adam feels about Man-Thing. Now, if you haven't, let me tell you, Man-Thing is Adam's favorite comic book because, you know, every podcast is somebody's first. Mm-hmm. Adam has a legit, full-fledged, full-scale, full-color Man-Thing tattoo on his left forearm. It's my favorite. He hates this comic book. hate it. However, he has chosen to buy Man-Thing number three. It's When I saw him with it, I was like, I thought we just non-verbally agreed. That yeah, I'm, this look, movie, this this book doesn't make any sense to purchase. The, you know what? This, so this, I didn't even buy it because I'm like, well, we're not gonna talk about this because you obviously don't like it. The feeling that I have
1: is like a person who has announced that he's going to go
0: on a diet, and you just, <laughs> you just
1: caught me with a fistful of birthday cake,
0: and I'm like, I'm over here a fistful a of birthday fistful. cake, and like it is. You didn't even take the time to get a knife in unc- and cut you a piece off? No, up.
1: it is unceremonial. I'm, I'm like, I it I know. This is not good for me. I know this is not good for me. And the thing is, is I didn't even enjoy it. I'm not even enjoying this. Uh, It's, I don't know where to begin. One of the things that I've been thinking about, and uh, uh, internet, y'all can let me know if you you want me to do something like this. But I might just have to give you a a live play-by-play so I'm not wasting y'all's time on CBJ. And and everybody has to, let me just scrub through Adam talking about Man Thing again. Let me just scrub through this. Uh, I I might have to just feature that on my my Twitter page or something. I'll give you some Instagram videos. I'll give you reviews because it must be spoken on behalf of. It's not good. The only thing that I will say is good, Octavius. What's that? On the the first page of Man Thing, uh, just like any other comic, they have the the summary, the the plot synopsis of what's happening. Something to get you caught up so you can jump into the action. This issue, mm-hmm. clearly. It was not R.L. Stein writing this one because I laughed. I read this one and I this laughed and I said, enjoyed it. Clearly,
0: it wasn't R.L. Stein because I laughed.
1: Yeah. But in this one, it says something along the lines of uh, while wandering the streets of Burbank like a rejected extra. First of all, come on. Man thing ran into someone he recognized himself. The two man things fought, wreaking havoc downtown and causing confusion over how to pluralize man thing. Before he knew it, what the two men things wait, hold on, man's things, hold on, they fighting over how to
0: pluralize man thing.
1: I mean, not actually, but it, I'm that's why I believe this is the editor writing it and saying, I don't know how I'm supposed to say this. Oh man- it's a joke though, it's a joke. So, it is says, that
0: really what the book is
1: about? It says two man things, and then in parentheses, man's thing. It says "Man's Thing." Look, there's a whole lot going on here, and it's crap. It's mm. not good at all. So I'll uh, I'll make something. I'll make something so I can express to everyone how I feel about this. But it's, please, 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 do not allow this to to spoil your view of my favorite character in the Marvel Universe. Man, all Thing's right. the best. He's still the best. R.L. Stein, you cannot take
0: that from me. Well, there's that. I dare you. All right, so. Real quick, let's talk about what comic books we're going to try to talk about next week. Listen, we want to suggest that you guys do read Batman 21. We do want to suggest that you guys do read Flash 21. We also want to suggest that you read uh, Secret Empire Zero. Yeah. Um, That's that's my suggestion. I don't know about anybody else's suggestion. Yeah, yeah. That's my suggestion. But what's coming up next week, just so you guys know, because we're probably going to talk about this, number one, Batman 22, Extremity number three, Mm -hmm. Secret Empire number one, and Bane Conquest number one. It's coming out next week. So those are four books in general that we'll probably be cycling through. So Secret Empire number one, um, Extremity number three, Batman number 22.
1: And of course it's confusing because Secret Empire number one is kind of Secret Empire number two. Right. Because Secret Empire number zero was Secret Empire number 1. Marvel, you're not making it easy. Yeah. I'm not really sure why we did number 0, but whatever. We you and I both read issue 0. We talked about it on last week's show which was Lost to the Darkness. Yes. Uh, so I would be remiss if we didn't talk about it at all today. Mm-hmm. And instead of talking about that issue, I wanted to talk a little bit on behalf of my confusion and feelings towards Secret Empire amidst a lot of strong emotions. Okay. And I thought you and I, Octavius can talk about that. Yeah, And I'm going to be the first person to say this out loud. I cannot say that I know everything that I'm saying confidently. I cannot say that I'm the master of this subject or the arc. I cannot say that I can explain every single detail that has led us to this arc existing. Right. What I can say is, a lot of comic book fans, a lot of people who are brand new to comics, a lot of people who don't read comics, a lot of people have strong opinions on Secret Empire. Yes, and I mean
0: strong opinions. Talk to me about that. So, the the, the short version. We'll do the short version. What? Tell t- you know. So here's where I'm at. Right. What is going on exactly? What's going on? That's that. I mean, that's really where I'm at. I'm like, so, so what's the issue?
1: All right. So, uh, the issue right now is Secret Empire is revealing Captain America. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Three, two, one. It's your fault. Uh, Secret Empire is revealing Captain America, Steve Rogers, to be a member of Hydra, not just a member of Hydra, but uh, supposedly has always, always, always been a member of Hydra, is a leader of Hydra, is now mm. the most powerful person in the world uh because of a like calamity state and this eh, strategy that he put out. Kinda. Not exactly. So, so he is uh he is prone to become kind of like the villain who wins he Steve Rogers is the villain who has locked a bunch of superheroes out in space and locked a bunch of superheroes in the dark realm in New York. And he's Hydra. And a lot of the reason why people have strong emotions, I would say is because Steve Rogers, Captain America has always fought against Hydra and Hydra was originally created as this parallel and, and in fiction ally to the Nazis, the real Nazis. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Captain America was created by Joe Simon, Jack Kirby, Jews, Jewish people, uh, who in some part created Steve Rogers as a character to boost morale, to punch Hitler, literally punch Hitler in the face mm-hmm. on the cover of a comic. Got gotcha. you. Uh, so there's there's a lot of strong emotion, a lot of really, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of fierce reaction, which has made, I think things difficult to figure out like what what is happening here that is a story what is marvel's responsibility to anyone if anything um nick spencer the the person who is telling this story at marvel tends to have uh, this firebrand personality on twitter where he is super super liberal he's a, a white liberal and uh, a lot of people argue with him over things he, he posts a lot of political content and I think, I think there's a lot of mix-up about what's happening here because people are pissed about a story because it represents more to them than just a story. And I'm here to say, I'm I'm confused. I'm like I'm a little bit lost in it, and I want to be responsible as a consumer, and I don't want to support something that's problematic and, and hurting people. Uh, but at the same time, it- I read Secret Empire and I enjoy it. And I'm cool with the story, and I know that it'll reset itself in time, right? Captain America will be a good guy again. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying this story. And I like Nick Spencer as a writer, but I know people are,
0: like, really hurting, man. So here's where I'm at. What's the issue? Captain America is a Nazi. Okay. And what's what's the issue?
1: Uh, Nazis... uh, Actually, killed millions of people in oh. the 1940s. Okay, yeah. So, like what's for real, for real. So, what's the issue, though? So, the issue is Captain America was uh, created as a symbol against Nazis and okay. anti-Semitism okay. and the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. And to to have him be that now is oof. Is what? What's oof mean? Oof is. Um, I think the reaction seems to be I mean the thing is here like you're you're asking me these questions but I can't represent them. Yeah, I you know what I mean? Cuz like I don't, I don't have their same strong feelings. So
0: I'm kind of like so forgive me for my whatever. I don't even know what I'm asking for forgiveness for, but I'm really trying to understand what the issue is because I don't think I'm having a grasp of what the issue is of why people are upset yeah, like what, what what exactly is the issue that we're talking about because it's like you're saying well here's a story and i don't like it and i go okay mm-hmm. okay yeah so what, what are we talking about yeah well i don't like it really loud okay well okay that's fine i understand you don't have to like it so what are we talking what is this conversation about? I think some of the... You, you, co- know what I, you see what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm like, help me understand what we're talking about. Yeah. Because I cannot like things all I want. And I'm allowed to not like things. Yeah. But beyond that, I really don't know what we're talking about right now.
1: I think some of the the reason that this is... There are so many reasons mm-hmm. why, why this response is taking place and, and why people are so fired up over this. But I, mean, I think part of the reason is because... In my opinion, Nick Spencer, a creator for the story, is very accessible. Mm-hmm. You can tweet him right now mm-hmm. he might respond to you right and uh he's kind of made i think a a social media career of responding to people and to to fight them over. The merit of his story. You know, people are hitting him up and saying, "You're a horrible person. Your story sucks. What are you doing? You why? Know? Why are they calling him a horrible person? Because he made Captain America a Nazi.
0: But what? What if he? Okay, so Cap, what if Captain America's a Nazi? What's wrong with that? Well, I mean, there's a lot of things wrong with it. Well, but what, like, yeah, it's what, a story. What is wrong with that? If Captain America's a Nazi, what's wrong with that? Because when I hear wrong, here's where I start going. I go, oh, wrong equates morality. There's a morality issue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, if there's a morality issue, okay, what's the morality issue? If it wrong is, I don't like it, and like, oh, that's not wrong. you just don't prefer it. And that's mm-hmm. fine. Your preference is completely no one can debate your preference. Mm-hmm. It's like saying, I don't like Batman. Yes, you do. How are you going to tell me what I like? You know what I mean. Sure. But there's no argument about if you like something or not. But there is an argument if there's a moral issue. If there's a moral, if there's an issue of morality, then it goes beyond what you prefer. And if there's not a moral issue here. I struggle to understand what we what we're talking about because there is no discussion about your preferences yeah. either way. You can't force your preferences on me and I certainly can't force my preferences on you. Mm-hmm. So if this is a matter of us yelling our preferences at one another, then this seems kind of pointless to me unless I'm missing something. Well, so the, the, unless there is a moral issue somewhere that that overrides preferences. Well, the
1: the point that I was or it was leading up to is he uh, Nick Spencer is a, a person, a real actual human being mm-hmm. who's accessible on Twitter. You right. can tweet him. Right? right. And people are. And, uh, during the election, uh, he, he was very vocal right. uh, and he was a very vocal supporter of Hillary Clinton. He was also very critical of uh, a lot of people who put all of their eggs in the Bernie Sanders basket. Right. He was very critical of, of people who were, uh, downplaying and, and, uh, talking shit on Hillary Clinton. Um, he was he was very vocal and very political, and I think some people might have accessed him as a comic book writer and a storyteller, and like, oh yeah, you're on my side because we're we're in the same party, we're voting for the same person, and now he's telling a story that people are really upset about, which I think betrays people's expectations of him. Okay, you know what I mean? And um, I think a lot of things are getting mushed together that are difficult to. to detangle to to untie, Mm -hmm. and some of that is that, and this perceived relationship with this human being that I thought was on my side, so wait, why did you make my favorite guy a Nazi? And some of that is, uh, say, on Marvel's part, because Hydra is sort of a confusing villain uh, uh, organization, Mm -hmm. because Hydra was originally created as... Allies and and friends and and partners with actual Nazis for real for real okay within their story universe, mm-hmm. and then a little bit later at a certain point in time, Marvel started like sneaking the Nazi part out the door. Okay, like hold up, recon Nazi right. stuff didn't happen. Right, right. Hydra is just they're just, beat. they're just they're bad. bad. Yeah. So I think some of this is like maybe a bad like a really bad PR campaign on trying to detach those things. And people have decided, no, you can't detach
0: that. Okay, so let me let me let me jump in here. Yeah. So what I'm hearing because I have some thoughts, but I'm trying to like so internet, here's where I'm at. I want someone to help me understand what is going on. Because mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time connecting with what's going on because I'm looking, I'm genuinely looking for what the moral issue is and i can't find it i can't find the moral issue i hear a lot of preferential concerns i hear a lot of you know critique i hear a lot of criticism and i think that everybody has that mm-hmm. but i get lost on where where anyone has any leg any like any like like solid ground to stand mm-hmm. beyond Here's my opinion. So, mm-hmm. so here's, here's where I go with this. I go, okay, so you're saying that Hydra are Nazis. And the debate is, yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. They're Nazis. Let's say they are. Yeah. What's the problem? So they're Nazis. Okay, le- fine. You're, let's say you're right. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the issue? Sure. Wh- wh- what's the issue now? Oh, well, Captain America's a Nazi. Okay, so... What's the issue? I still don't see the issue. Well, I don't like that. Okay, fine. You don't like that. Yeah. Show me the like you still haven't shown me what the issue is. Yeah. You know you, I, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I
1: do. I think, and this is part of the reason why I'm I am having a difficult time grappling with this because mm-hmm. I'm hearing fans, people who are like me and you right. who are saying, "Yo, I have reasons for being upset and I'm upset." I'm like Okay. Cool. Respect. Right. Totally. Uh, and also, I am the—I t- happen to be me myself—the type of person who is easily capable of saying, "This story seems interesting to me, and it's a story, and I can deal with that, and I know that it'll be over, and mm-hmm. it hasn't been told in its entirety, right? So you know we- we'll have to find out." And then I think to myself, well, hold up. I, I am a white guy who's not Jewish. Am, um, am I maybe missing something?
0: Well, what is there to miss? And that's, <sighs> that's what, just so. It. So let me, let me tell you, okay, so internet, here's, here's my take. Because I've had some time to think about it, process it, chew on it. And even in this conversation, I'm kind of like, so what's the issue? What's the issue? Before I start talking, I'm like, give me something. Give me something yeah. so I can kind of like edit what I'm about to say. Because if I'm not hearing anything new... That I'm going to kind of press on with what I got. And here's what I got. Internet, feel free to give me your perspectives. At Octavius A. Newman, my request is that you speak the truth in love, okay? <laughs> Don't not, and, and not disrespect. But here's my take on it. Yeah. Captain America, to some people, represents America. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. The sentinel of liberty. Right. Hydra, to some people, represents Nazis. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what does that communicate? This character represents evil, represents oppression, represents this 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 organization that oppressed and killed and murdered and did X, Y, and Z, right? Yeah. That's what Hydra represents. Okay? Captain America represents America. Mm-hmm. Everything that's right and true and good in the world, mm-hmm. truth, mm-hmm. justice, American way, kind of like this pristine, unblemished character. Would you agree with that, Adam? Yeah, yeah. I would that's say so. what these two things represent. Mm-hmm. So let's take away the representative representatives and call them what they are. America, Nazis. Yeah. America, Nazis. That's yeah. what we're talking about. Right. So when you go, Captain America is in alignment. With Hydra, what I'm hearing you say is America is in alignment with Nazis? Impossible. And I go, why is that impossible? Hmm. Why is that impossible? Because Captain America fought, punched Hitler in the face. My father was in a concentration camp, yada, yada, yada. And I go, okay. So why is that making you upset? Because Captain America would never align himself with Nazis. Oh. So America would never align themselves with Nazis. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Why? Because Nazis represent oppression and murder and so and so and so. Oh, so America would never align itself with oppressing people. Is that what you're saying? Mm. Yes. I'm sorry. What America are you talking about? Hmm. hmm. What are you talking about? Interesting. What is this made up America you're referring to? What America are you I'm I'm unfamiliar with this truth, justice, American way, never would align themselves in any way, shape, or form with oppression. Never. They would punch oppressors in the face unless they're benefiting from them. I think, and hold on, enslaving them and beating them and selling them and building things off of their backs and freeing them, but not really, but making them walk on different sides of the street. Where's that America? Because if Captain America is this uber unblemished character, that's not a real thing. So my challenge to you, if that is your point, is I think this um, Captain America that you're envisioning, you're you're kind of making it something it's not. Mm. Captain America... Could totally align himself in some sort of way with Hydra. Of course he could. The same way America could align itself with oppression if it was in their benefit. But not that's not even what's happening in this story. Mm. This story, he's brainwashed. He's Mm. brainwashed. That's not even willing, intentional, purposeful. It's a storyline. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying. Well, so in the same way, you can go well. America's changed, and you know that's the past, and we have a black president, and so and so and so. But Captain America can't come back from being brainwashed and aligned with Hydra. I'm, I, I, I struggle. I'm lost. So,
1: like, so just as a point of clarity for anybody who's listening to this, uh, as of issue zero, and, mm-hmm. and it has been confirmed, uh, he is not brainwashed. Okay, he is not brainwashed. Who confirmed that? Uh, this is this is a. Uh, like an official piece of clarity from Marvel okay. uh, that the the story being told here is uh, he was he was created originally Steve Rogers was created and Captain America was created as Hydra that okay. is the like original thing and then he was uh, uh, turned old somebody like sapped his powers mm-hmm. and then Kobik uh, said I made you how you were supposed to be back to your original form right. which made him strong again and also Hydra, okay, uh it awoke the thing that he was originally supposed mm-hmm. to be, so there's some interesting like the th- there's a lot of interesting playing with like the whole universe, not just the one character right the whole damn universe, sure, which frankly makes it more confusing as far as I'm concerned, right um so it's yeah there's it. <sighs> it's this it's a big chunky thing and i want to take it seriously mm-hmm. because a lot of people take it seriously and i don't want to be flippant but also I'm, i i see what you're saying which is how is it if how is it so hard for you to understand that this is a possibility right and that's based on on america and symboli- symbolism and and representation of what this character is and who he is
0: and that's what and that's what and cuz cause, cuz cause i i've seen the black panther kkk point yeah kind of, and kind of it i been like i
1: refined that some so uh-huh. my the question that i had asked was is is this similar to the black panther and here's my refinement is this similar to a storyline in which the black panther is suddenly advocating for colonialism mm-hmm. british colonialism mm-hmm. um you know so in in a uh, nation that has never been conquered you know that it would very much hurt if somebody uh was writing this character and saying actually he was down with the slave masters and he was about it okay i think that i think it would definitely hurt like there would be an, an emotional response well
0: i mean like sure you're allowed to have emotional responses but is that a moral issue and that's where and and, and that's 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 what i keep coming back to these these are these are separate things how i feel about a thing and if there's a moral issue, are not the same thing. And I think we're combining them. You can feel strongly about something. Mm. You can dislike something vehemently and it not be a moral issue. Is this an issue of racism? Is this an issue of whitewashing? Is this an issue of cultural appropriation? Is this an issue of Islamophobia, xenophobia, prejudice? Is this an issue of, uh uh you know um yeah any 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 like hate mongering is, is 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 that what's happening here and I am open to be corrected redirected and shown where it is but I don't see that yeah I see ooh this makes me uncomfortable and so, I go you're totally entitled to that and I can and I can connect. Yeah I can connect with how that makes you uncomfortable. But then when we turn to F Nick Spencer, how could you that's when you lose me because, oh, that sounds like that sounds like you're reprimanding someone for doing something morally wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's where you lose me because you've gone from I really don't like it. And I go, OK, we'll vote with your dollars. Let your yeah. voice be heard. You have a Twitter. You have social media. Let your voice be heard. Communicate it to your circle of influence. You know what I'm saying? Let them know that you're not cool with it. And you don't stand for it. I'm, I'm with that. I think that's great. You know, you don't have to like what everybody does. And here's and here's the thing. You can do a lot if the story's good. You can you can get a lot of get away with a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff as a comedian if you're funny. Sure. You know, but if you're not funny, them jokes fall flat. Yeah, it would, it would you know certainly what I'm be saying? something
1: if this was, you know, a,
0: a very shitty storyline. And that's which the thing. some I'm sure that's would argue. Thing. But- if this story isn't good, then the consequences of some of the things that you're playing with can be can be greater. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if the story's really good, then people then we let you get away with stuff. You know, so that's where I stand on it. And the whole idea, that's kind of where I've kind of concluded this And the comparison to Black Panther and Captain America. I think what that does is that that creates a scenario where these two characters or these two representatives have equal footing. Like Captain America represents America and Black Panther T'Challa represents America black people or africans Mm -hmm. so to compare them is to is to allude to the fact that they have equal footing Mm -hmm. like like captain america is somehow an oppressed person like black people and what what black panther represents are the same Mm -hmm. and like now black panther goes from the captain america goes from being oppressed to being an oppressor well when was america ever being oppressed mm-hmm. like where does and that's where I, that th- this is where i'm going with it because i'm do like you, do uh, you think do you think it
1: would be fair to say that that there's potential that some of this outrage comes from a group of people who are possessing a certain amount of privilege and they just cannot stand to see an example of a a white blonde person
0: who becomes a bad guy i don't know I mean, it seems it That seems feels possi- like a leap to me. It's, I'm just. It's, well, I'll tell you this: it seems possible to me, mm. because that's where I really go with this. And I go, oh, you're you're uncomfortable because your golden boy is a bad guy now, mm. and they're changing your his- the, the history. You know, oh, you don't like people changing your history. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, they're going in and they're poking with your narrative, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, and you're uncomfortable now mm-hmm. because the, what you've always known is the blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white savior who's unblemishable and perfect. Now he's being blemished, and oh, that makes you uncomfortable. Welcome. Mm-hmm. That's what it's like.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Like this, and maybe that's why I'm not as shaken because I'm like, okay, I'm 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 not blown away by the fact that this character that once represented this to me is now being turned into something different because that's what happens to things in my culture all the time mm. like you come up with a certain kind of music a certain kind of talk a certain kind of dress and now it's demonized mm-hmm. so you 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 know it doesn't make it right but it's kind of just like okay this is what people do so again they're not even demonizing america it's a storyline mm-hmm. You're uncomfortable because this isn't what you like. And when I hear this, Captain America would never, and I go, interesting. He would never, huh? Yeah, I
1: mean, I guess it is. It's sort of impossible to say what Kirby and and Simon would do if they were alive
0: today. Well, he was made to punch Nazis. Okay, America punches Nazis in the face. I think, but they have slaves, so. We're going to just leave that part of America. You see, but this is, but this is, this is, this is why I have to go there. I go, Captain America represents America. And this is America punching Nazis in the face to save these oppressed people while they oppress people. Sure. And we're just going to leave out that they have slaves while they're punching Nazis in the face. And, how dare Captain America would never align with Nazis, but he would have slaves. You say all these broad strokes are kind of covering up some, some, you see what I'm saying? So you gotta, you gotta kind of, you can't have this selective history. You can't pick and choose what America you want to talk about and now conclude with this America representative character will and won't do based off of what makes you comfortable. Sure. Because that's the America that you idealistically would have while someone like me goes, that's not my America. My that the America I know is killing people who look like me in the street. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So him, this America aligning with uh, being brainwashed and aligning with Hydra. I'm not really shaken. Sure, you know what I'm saying. I'm not really blown away, and I don't see what it being a moral issue. My, Preferential, my, yes. Moral, no.
1: Uh, question to you because I'm genuinely curious. Um, do you think that Marvel as a as a company? Cares about you, Octavius? Octavius, I think people do, and I think people don't. Yeah, okay, that's that's perfectly down the line. And, and the reason that I'm asking you this is because my perception as I've spoken to fans, uh, retailers, friends, people who are familiar with comics and pick mm-hmm. them up every week, right? And some people who don't, and everyone has an opinion one of the things that i'm i'm reading through i'm i'm looking between the lines of of people's outrage and questions and uncertainty and one of the things that i'm seeing is it seems as though a lot of the anger comes from people thinking that marvel trusted them or cared about them or was taking care of them mm-hmm. and like marvel would be in uh i guess a vessel to tell stories to make us feel good or uh, boost us. Uh, And when they tell a story we don't like and then ignore our cries, it's this confusion of like, wait, hold on. I thought Marvel Wanted to take care of me. Which what Marvel
0: are you talking about? What, what Marvel want to take care of who?
1: I'm saying so. I'm saying Marvel as a company because Marvel makes you know movies that everybody loves. So we have more fans coming to comic books. Some people who have never read any comic books, but they're interested in the character. Right. Uh, we have more people being able to take to Twitter and, and get hot takes and write you mm-hmm. know editorials. Mm-hmm. There's it's more availability, right? Yeah. Um, and I think there are some people who are saying, hold up. Marvel, you're telling a story I don't like. The Cap Hydra thing.
0: Stop. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work like that. Right, and and they're that, upset. What rel- what right, that's just what I'm
1: saying. Is is people I think are becoming even more upset because they're like Marvel doesn't care. Look at them. They're going crazy. They don't even care because they I said stop. Doesn't that sound like entitlement? It it does. It does, and it sounds like to me like badly communicated expectations.
0: That's what I was about to say. Where were those expectations laid out? Because in order to have expectation, it has to be clearly communicated. It has to be agreed upon.
1: Well, yes, yes, and I guess so. Part of part of this could come from the fact that Marvel themselves have really been getting goofy with the way that they're explaining Secret Empire. Uh, Previously, they had said absolutely this is drawing upon some of our political climate mm-hmm. and the real world. And not that long ago, just a few weeks ago, they said, absolutely not. It has nothing to do with the real world.
0: Now that and I, I would say some of that up is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's something I have something to say about. So number one, I would say, It depends like you you, when you say we, I think there's a collective understanding that we are all the same Mm. and we all want the same thing Mm -hmm. and we all expect to be taken care of the same way. Mm. When I when you are a person of color, when you're a person from the LGBTQ community, when you are a woman and you engage or you are a marginalized person, when you engage with geek culture, your expectations are different Mm. than if you're majority culture. Yeah. Because you know that geek culture is primarily like, led by, created by, directed, written by, and produced for majority culture. So your expectations change based off of who you are. So when you say we, do I expect every person in the book to look more like me or look more like you? I expect them to look more like you. It's because it's what you've been sold
1: your because, whole life.
0: Well, because that's the planet on Earth I live on. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's, that's what this culture has always been. Yeah. So again, I go into a level of entitlement. So when things don't go your way, majority culture, you go, <gasps> you clutch your pros and go, how dare you? And you go, what? And it's like, well, <laughs> what What do you, <laughs> I don't understand. You know, if if my if I as a storyteller am limited to only the ideas that you can come up with, then I suck as a storyteller. Mm-hmm. If my ideas stop at what you can fathom, why did they hire me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that, I'm not here... To stop at what you can ask or think. I'm supposed to go beyond that. That's what this does. Now, you have the right to criticize, critique, and give feedback. You can do that. But I'm not bound. That's not what this relationship is. I don't have any—our relationship between me and you are not like that, Adam. Yeah. Where I'm bound to only what you can consider and what yeah, you can sure. think of. of I can go past that, but you can also give me feedback. Here's the feedback I have from Marvel. Take a stance and keep it. Mm -hmm. Be what you say where you're going to be. Do what you say you're going to do. Let your yes be your yes and your no be your no. That's my feedback. Mm -hmm. Because what's hard for me about what Marvel's doing is they keep moving the goalpost. Uh, Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm with you. Like, dig your feet in the ground and go, hey, look, I'm going to speak the truth in love and respect and say, hey, this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. We are going to say this. We're not going to say that. We're asking you to trust us. Because then we know what the expectation is. So I think the real argument is you not doing what you say you're going to do, Marvel. Mm -hmm. You keep flipping. You keep saying... Oh, he's brainwashed. Oh, he's not brainwashed. Oh, this is political. Oh, it's not political. And, and then, then now the, it's the
1: meta part, which is, oh, we're interested in showing you stories of representation of characters of color and, uh, uh, you know, uh, LGBTQ characters in our yeah. lineup and, and finally hiring uh, uh, Muslims and women yeah. and, and black writers. Yeah. And it, I suppose it's definitely an interesting turn when you're like, mm-hmm. and also pick up our big event in which our main guy turns into a Nazi. Right. You're <laughs> like, oh,
0: yeah. oh oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, so that's, that's my real pushback here. And that's, and that's a critique. It's yeah. not, it's not a moral issue. How dare you? It's yeah. real feedback that goes, Marvel, you know, you looking kind of flaky. Like, I don't really know who I'm going to walk up on. It's, you know, that we all got that person in our life they're inconsistent, mm. you walk up to them, they say one thing to you, you walk up to to them, they say something else, they say one thing to your face, they talk to somebody else, they say something else, that other person comes back and tell you what the what the person said, and you're like, well, I don't know what this person's talking about, yeah, and you know, yeah, and that's the thing, and that's the real feedback I have right that's my pushback right. not captain America can't be a nazi that's not that's not the issue for me, not blah 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 it's that you tell me that you're all for diversity, and then you tell me that the fans say that they don't want diverse books. Right. What Marvel? Right. What 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 are you talking about? You say, oh no, it is and isn't going to be this. And then it isn't and is going to be this. It's like, well, I can't trust you. Right. And that's my point. I don't feel like I can trust you at your word. Mm-mm. And I have a hard time following you on stories like this because your yes is not your yes and your no is not your no. And you're not consistent. You're not forthright. You're not trill. You're not true and real. That's right. You're not, you're not, Like when I go to image, what do we know we're going to get from image? We know we're going to get from image. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like to a certain extent, you know what I mean? And maybe there's a similar scenario and everything else, but there's a level of consistency when you go up to a certain thing, you go to a certain store, you go to a certain brand, you're expecting a certain thing. And as from fans of Marvel, the real critique I have for them is I never know what I'm going to get from you. Yeah and that makes it hard for me to have a relationship with you because I never know who you're going to be. That's right. That's That's what, that's my feedback.
1: I I, I think that's a really, really important takeaway is the, what I see here as the biggest problem is Marvel doesn't dig their their feet into the sand and they don't confidently take a stance on something, which means they're not necessarily protecting the people who are telling these stories mm-hmm. and they're not necessarily representing themselves to anybody mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And that is really difficult because if you can't trust it, if you can't expect it, then how are you going to be along the ride? And how it? can you hold it accountable? That's that's a if good. If you're point, always too.
0: slippery, if you're always Changing, then I can't hold you accountable to anything. Whoa, I didn't? Whoa, 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 hey, whoa! Wait a minute. Yeah. Nobody likes a guy like that. Yeah. A girl like that. A person like that. A business like that. An entity, entity, A family member like that. Yeah. A a, a significant other like that. That's uh, you can't nail them down to nothing. Yeah. That makes you want to be like, man, you cute, but you know what I'm <laughs> it's saying? All, it's like, with the trouble. Yeah. You know, and I and I I'm not there yet, but I understand how people get there. Right. I understand how they go. You know what, Marvel? I can't with y'all. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Fair opinion, fair choice. Is it a moral issue though? Yeah. And I, I say the I say the the point that you can say is where you can go is I don't trust you because you keep changing what you say. That's the moral issue. Right. You're inconsistent. I don't trust you.
1: So, on the side of the fans, you, you, the bottom line is: is you vote with your dollars. Vote and with your dollars, and if you're and you not, let your voice
0: it. heard. Let your voice be heard in every outlet that you have, if you right. shoot, if you so choose. Right. You, you you use, believe, create, inspire. Take what you believe, create something with the intent to inspire your circle of influence.
1: Yeah, agreed. And the reason that I wanted to talk about this now is it's it's a funny feeling to see so many people surrounding you with the, this sense of outrage, with this, this, I mean, really passionate anger, and to be able to say, like, but I'm okay with this. You know, it's an interesting feeling. It's okay to look to be, around and see people panicking and be like, I mean,
0: I'm all right with it. And I think that's, so, so I have to, like, look upon myself, like, what? Me too. And that's why I was really like, am I miss? I mean, I spent a good chunk of time, I went to the comic book store, and I was like, am I missing something? Because mm. I, I don't, what am I missing? And my question was, what's the moral issue? Is there a moral issue? Mm-hmm. I understand opinion, I understand preference, I understand frustration, I understand being flat out upset. But what's the moral issue? What did they do wrong? Nothing? Well, if they didn't do anything wrong, all I can do is be there for my friends who are hurting. We put those rejoice with those who are rejoicing, weep with those who are weeping. That's my responsibility. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, if you're weeping, it's my responsibility to be there with you in that difficult point. If we are if we are friends, it's my responsibility to be there for you and be there with you in this thing that's upsetting you. But that doesn't mean I got to agree. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to agree with you in order to, like, grieve with you. Right. I don't have to agree with you in order to be able to comfort you and support you. So, I mean, if I get cut open and get in, you know and get surgery, you don't got to have surgery too in order to be there and help me along. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, I don't got to be a drug addict to be able to help somebody who's recovering from drugs. Sure. I'm just just trying to stretch it to some big analogies. Yeah. So I think that's what our responsibility is. Not necessarily to go, and if anybody is trying to make you pick their side, it's like, well, I don't have to pick your side, but I can still love on you. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. 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 Agreed. You know, it, Twitter changes things. The, I, I think the era of the hot, t- hot take yeah. uh, that we're in changes things. Uh, there's not a lot of room for nuance and, and for it being wishy-washy. But and we like, try to really make
0: room for it on the Junto.
1: Try to make room for it on the Junto. So, you know, having conversations like this, I think, are significant. If you're a person who absolutely detests Secret Empire... Yeah, well, that's cool. There's can, room for you here. There's room, absolutely. And if you're a person who is struggling to comprehend what's happening around you, and, and you're about it, and you're picking the books up, mm-hmm. uh, there's room for you here. As long as you're curious and you approach all things with uh, uh, love and curiosity, right. uh, then you know, then you're good. Then yeah. you're good. Yeah. Um, and in the meantime, you know what we know from our new section of the show is in the fall. Marvel will have moved on and they're going to break the internet and they're going to break the internet and Kim K going to be there or something. Uh, And you know, we'll we'll forget about this. is
0: going to get his own comic book
1: at a certain point in time in the future. We're going to be looking back and saying, man, 2017 was a rough year for Captain America. I'm glad that they're doing
0: this storyline now. Or we'll be like, man, this was way worse than twenty yeah. seventeen. Remember that time when <laughs> Captain America was was Hydra? You remember
1: that time when they turned Captain America into poverty? I thought that was very I wack. mean what
0: I I'm gonna tell you what I want. Here's what I want. What do you and want? then I think we can, you know, I'm done talking about this at least for tonight, because I'm ready to go home. Sure. What I want is I want this story to blow us away. That's oh, what sure. I always want. Sure. I always want the, you don't ever go to the movie hoping it's bad. Yeah. You know, I want it to be great. But again, Marvel, do I have that track record from you? Not really. I I re- often feel like these even though I en- there's a level of enjoyment I get out of them, they more disrupt the story that I'm enjoying than mm. they bring me more joy than the story I'm I'm reading. Mm-hmm. So, I want this to be great. I want it to be amazing. Do I think it's going to be? I don't have high hopes, but I am getting a level of enjoyment out of it. So enough enjoyment to keep reading it. Cause like I tell you guys all the time, I don't waste a lot of time on stuff I don't enjoy.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, there's really not a lot of time to waste on things that you don't enjoy. So if there's any insight from, from uh, the guys at comic book Junto, don't waste time on stuff you don't enjoy. Uh, Try as hard as you can not to tell someone why they are or are not correct, just listen to them and share. And uh, in the meantime, you know you can join us. Yeah. When these shows go live, yeah. And the uh, uh, computer doesn't consume our episodes. Listen, if you we hear- got to do B sides. If
0: you're hearing this, if you're hearing this, that means the internet didn't eat our ep- episode sixty-eight point now point one point B B side. Mm-hmm. But I think this is. If you're hearing point- this, is too late. That's what he's saying. (laughs) This is the end of episode 68. You've made it. We've made it. And we thank you guys for sticking, sticking with us. Please leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. Um, leave us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate that because that helps us move up in the rankings on iTunes and it helps people find the show and join the Junto. And don't we all want more people to join the Junto? Yeah. Follow us on SoundCloud. Leave your comments as you're listening to the episode there. Um, send us your questions on Twitter using the hashtag AskCBJ. Um, your Twitter, Adam? My Twitter is
1: AdamTedris, adam, Teteris, A-D-A-M. T-E-T-E-R-U-S.
0: I am on Twitter at Octavius A. Newman, O C T A V I U S A N E W M A N. The show's Twitter at Comic Book Junto. Email ComicBookJunto junto at barefruit.com. That's b 3 r u i t dot com. And the phone number to leave voicemails 215-948-2742. Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm not telling you not to pick up Man Thing by R. L. Stein. I'm just saying. Come, talk to me first.
0: Hmm. I have recommendations
1: for you A- Adam Tes. Let me put you on the path. There it that's is it for your man muckworth
0: episode sixty eight Mhm
1: That's it. Let's we up, appreciate y'all. I'm, I'm out. It's time to go home. That's time to go home. it It been time to go
0: it home. It, it had it done been time to get up <laughs> out of here. All right, y'all. that's episode sixty eight. We love y'all until next time. Peace. <laughs>